Well, welcome everybody to the Achieve My Wellness podcast. We are so grateful and so blessed that you are listening to us today. My name is Dr. Jared Oxendorf. And I'm Dr. Evan Eigen, and we are the doctors at Achieve Wellness here in Alexandria, Minnesota. And our goal is to change the way that people view and manage their health. And our greatest uh, accomplishment through this podcast is to reach as many people as we possibly can. We envision our communities as one of the healthiest communities in the world. And the way that we get there is by promoting and visualizing and producing into you and into your health five pillars of your health. These five essentials can include your mindset, the way that we exercise, the way that we eat and consume our food through nutrition, the physical attributes of our body and subluxation and the damage that the spine can actually cause in you. And ultimately, how do we discontinue to minimize toxins in a toxic world? If you can apply these five essentials to your daily life, it will empower you to have better health for you and your family for the rest of your life. Welcome to the Achieve My Wellness podcast. I'm Chris Valentine, your host from 100.7 Kick FM. I'm also a client of Dr. Jared and Dr. Evan at Achieve Wellness here in Alexandria. Today, guys, we're going to be talking about inflammation and kids, I guess, when it comes to kids, especially at school, since back to school is coming up quickly, correct? It is, yeah. And we recently just had a huge class in our office where we Uh, taught the community. It was a free class that we offered to the community and we taught them all about inflammation and really what it is and what it's doing inside of our body. Because everybody thinks, and especially the medical model really thinks that inflammation is something that needs to be treated right away and that we, we need to reduce the inflammation. We need to get the inflammation to go away. When in reality, when your body is inflamed, it is actually responding to a stressor and it's actually part of the healing process. And so this is what we talked about in our office is like, let's just say you sprain your ankle. Okay. You twist your ankle. Everybody's probably done that. What happens to it? It swells up. It gets hot. It gets painful. Maybe some black and blue in there. And that is your body doing the right thing at the right time to start the healing process. And whether you damage ligaments or whether you damage uh, muscle tissue or uh, whatever it is, your body has to shunt extra blood flow to that area. So yes, it's going to swell up. Yes, it's going to get warm. And yes, it is going to be painful, but that is all part of the healing process. The last thing we want to do is try to, uh, you know, stop the healing process and try to get all that inflammation to go away as fast as possible. Now, there are things that can cause uh, problems when your body has chronic inflammation. Now, there's a difference between acute and chronic inflammation. This is really what we tried to go over a lot at our office. Acute inflammation is your body's necessary necessity in order to heal properly. But when you are constantly having sore joints, when you're constantly having uh, fatigue, when you're constantly having problems in your body, that's usually stems from more of a chronic inflammatory process. The biggest thing that people have to remember is that usually inflammation is your body doing the right thing at the right time. And so no matter what that may be, whether it's your high blood pressure, your cholesterol, a sprained ankle, Whatever that inflammation is, your body's doing the right thing at the right time. So we have to realize that inflammation is not necessarily the problem. It's the symptom of a stressor or an irritant that's that's taking place or going on in the body. Those stressors are basically our sad diet, right? So a lot of it is our standard American diet or what we call the sad diet in the office. It's a lack of exercise. It's an unhealthy mindset because we're just getting this toxic download of this negativity in our world, whether it's from the news or the social media or the people that we even hang around with. I mean, those are the biggest things that we see as far as for an unhealthy mindset. We also talked about what about the misalignment of your spine? What about that type of stressor on your on your body? What does that do for inflammation? And then ultimately, the toxic elements and the toxic exposure that we're currently uh, uh, around and actually exposed to 
on literally a daily basis. And so as we went through those stressors, we actually talked a lot about how do we start to eliminate those stresses? And we ultimately talk about our five essentials in our office. The five essentials, whether it's from our exercise to our nutrition plans, to our core chiropractic, to our mindset, or even how do we detox the body to help it heal and to get rid of the inflammation. Those are the next steps that we need to talk about. So inflammation is not just when you injure yourself. It could be happening and do most people really know how inflamed they are, or their their body, and how it's reacting? Unfortunately, no. Us as Americans have way more inflammation than we really understand it. Now, we ta- also talked a lot about you know, something that our standard American diet is missing a lot of is good, healthy fats. And we talked a lot about the differences between omega-3s and omega-6 and omega-9 fatty acids. Now, this that can be a whole nother podcast when we talk about that. But really what we want to focus on is getting more omega-3s into our body. Okay. Omega-3s are actually what help cushion your joints, what helps your body respond better to inflammation and helps really heal the body. A healthy person should have a ratio of one to one, one omega-3 to one omega-6. That, that is really what a healthy body should be in. The standard American is anywhere from 1 to 20 or 1 to 30 when it comes to our omega-3s to our omega-6s. And that means the amount of omega-6s that you're uh, ingesting into your body is actually causing more inflammation. And it just wreaks havoc in not only your digestive system, it can affect gut issues, it can affect joint issues. Any form of arthritis in your body is really just inflammation that is chronically in that area that your body is constantly having to try to heal from. And then you couple that with all the sugar that we're taking in, right? I mean, there's 56 different types of sugars in the in the standard American diet. And then we also add in the artificial sweeteners that we're adding into that as well. So you have this synergy basically in this recipe for disaster and disease and inflammation happening in the body. And that's currently what we're seeing, not only in adults, but we're also seeing it a lot in, unfortunately, in our kids. Because our kids, I mean, you look around and what do kids are, they're eating constantly on a daily basis. It's processed foods, it's cereals, it's breads, it's rices, it's pasta, it's candy, it's pops, it's sodas, right? All of these things that have the chemicals, the dyes, the pesticides, the herbicides, these things that are coming into us, not to mention just the tons and tons of sugar that we're putting into our body on a daily basis. Recipe for inflammation, Chris. I bet a lot of people don't even know. I mean, for the average parent that's out there, I mean, they probably let their kids go to the store and pick out what they want, right? Which is probably not the best idea in the world. Like, what do you look for when it comes to food and what you feed your kids to to help this? Yeah, unfortunately, our culture has really shifted away from quality food to what is more convenient. And really, we get, eat a lot of fast food. We eat a lot of what can we pull out, out of a box or a wrapper and just have something really quickly. And we, we are very much sacrificing our health for this convenience lifestyle where we're not putting a lot of time into cooking at home. We're not putting a lot of time into sending our kids to school with good, healthy, nutritious lunches. And our, our culture is so much about just go, 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 go. What can I get quick and easy that is can satisfy these hunger pains, but don't actually give your body the nutrients it needs. And that is actually what's causing a lot of inflammation in our kids as well. We're seeing children younger and younger and younger dealing with more headaches, more stiffness, more gut issues, and lots of even depression and anxiety, which is just skyrocketed in our youth as well. And that can all be traced back to uh, the inflammatory process in the body because of lack of proper nutrition, lack of exercise, and... um, like Dr. Jared was saying, stress in the mindset 
as well as social media and who they're hanging around with and all the pressures of uh, being a kid these days. Yeah, when we look at kids, I mean, it's, it's we're getting to a point now where we're losing the next generation of kids. And what I mean by that is disease is coming faster in these kids. They're doing autopsies on kids, Chris, right now, and they're finding that they have cholesterol issues and 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 clotted arteries and clogging arteries as, as young as six and eight years old. Yeah. And so kids are going to be putting on, med- they're going to literally be put on medication here pretty soon for cholesterol medication before they're probably 10 or 12 years old. Really, really scary. And so when you asked about like, what do we do, right? What do we do, especially for our kids? When we look at back to school stuff, especially, this is a time where kids are eating, you know, probably the most processed foods. I mean, our school systems, unfortunately, they don't have a big budget, so they can't buy organic food. They can't buy whole foods. They have to buy probably things that are given to them. Unfortunately, it's cheap, it's processed, and it feeds the masses, right? Well, I was just going to ask. I'm like, we probably can't rely on the school system for getting the products that kids probably should be having, right? It comes down to the parents. It really does. You have to take responsibility for your kids. Uh, Unfortunately, your kids aren't going to the grocery store. They're not buying their food. You are, right? And those are the things that we have to really look at. If we want to have diseased kids or sick kids, if you want to have kids that are ADD and anxiety, well, there's choices that you can make literally when it comes down to their food. Their food does play a huge role in all those diseases out there. And so we have to be be mindful of how do we get proper fats into them? How do we get the right amount of protein? How do we get the right carbohydrates, the complex carbohydrates, not the simple carbohydrates into their diet? And so one of the things that we do in our office, Chris, is we actually put out like a, a school lunch box uh, program mm-hmm. uh, so that parents get an idea of what they can actually be putting into their kids' lunch boxes. So whether you choose to eat the school lunch, um, there's probably some good things that you can teach your kids to pick off of that. Now, mindful that they're probably not going to do it. And hopefully, they're going to put in some good things uh, throughout the day. But if you're packing snacks for your kids, if you're packing a lunch box for them, there are some great things that you can be putting in. Um, focus on like grass-fed beef jerky. Focus on like applesauce. Focus on um, plantain chips instead of potato chips. So it's a little bit easier on the glycemic index. Uh, guacamole, hard-boiled eggs, raw nuts. These are all things that we can be putting in. And again, we try to structure this in a handout for our, our patients as well so that they know exactly where they can get it. It's something that we can probably post maybe even on your guys' website, Chris, and mm-hmm. uh, we can get that uh, out to, to people as well so that they have healthier ideas and what they can be feeding their kids as they go back to school. You know, I just want to make one comment because I do know some people who work in the school system and are a part of the nutrition program. And they're basing their nutrition program off of what is called the standard American diet, where the bottom part of that pyramid is a lot of grains. Okay, so there's a lot of breads, a lot of pastas, different things like that. And that's the type of things that we want to try to get away from. Now, they do have great healthy options for vegetables. They do offer fruits. They do offer proteins as well. And that's what we want to teach our kids to focus more on getting better vegetables, getting better fruits, getting better proteins into their diet. Unfortunately, though, when there are these quick and easy sandwich options, when there's these quick and easy breads, uh, those are what kids tend to transition to because it tastes better. It uh, has more sugar in it. And it's just a lot easier to grab and go. And so we as parents, yes, if your kids can eat the school lunch and they do have some healthier options, but you need to coach your kid on, let's, hey, let's stay away from a lot of these uh, high grain, high glycemic index type foods and focus more on eating more of the vegetables, eat more of the fruits, eat more of the protein rather than the the grains and the breads and the pastas and different things like that. It's probably really important for kids that are are, uh, athletes as well too, right? Oh, 100%. I mean, athletes definitely need 
like caloric intake because they're going to be burning the calories. But we want to make sure that whatever calorie you put in is the fuel that's going to go through your body and fuel your body. And ultimately, that's going to be your expressive of energy going out for an athlete. And so if they're not fueling their body right, their performance won't be right, even if they're consuming like all these calories, right? So calories aren't equal in the end. A handful of almonds is about the proximate of about a Twinkie or two. And so as far as calories, but I guarantee you the handful of almonds is going to give you a lot more sustainable energy uh, going in the fu- in, into uh, that kid's day and especially as athletes. When we're packing school lunches and we're packing things for our kids, there's something. There's a couple easy tips that parents can remember. It's very simple. Less ingredients is more when it comes to feeding your kids. So less ingredients, read the labels, get used to reading labels. Those are just great things that the least amount of ingredients is typically going to be to its closest form that you can find in the, in the wild or by nature. Which brings me to my second point. Think about food by God. So things that are made on plants comes from the ground. We plant it. We harvest it. The more whole foods that your child can eat, the better off they're going to be uh, and sustainable they're going to be as well. Try, try switching um, the presentations of food. Um, so instead of buying uh, like regular carrots, buy like different type of carrot chips or plantain chips. And if you're not going to buy, do bananas, do plantain chips. So there's different ways and different varieties ultimately on how to get these um, things into your kids. Uh, one of the things that Evan talked about, I think a couple podcasts ago, is the Clean 15 and the Dirty Dozen. So those are great food sources that you can actually look at to see what do I need to buy necessarily organic and what do I need to not necessarily buy organic. Because again, buying organic and everything organic with our kids, would we like to do it? Yes, absolutely. Is it feasible all the time? No, it, it gets very, very expensive and, and cumbersome sometimes. And being able to find organic in our small community sometimes is, is challenging as well. So outsourcing to local uh, uh, farmers, uh, CSAs, looking at where do you get your food in and around kind of your environment or in your in your neighborhood as well. Those are all great ideas. Um, and then the last thing that we typically see is, again, we talked about it earlier, Chris, is, is the sodas. And so instead of giving your kid soda or a pop in their, in their lunchbox, how do you switch to things such as water? Just water, right? Um, instead of Gatorade, it's, it's maybe it's coconut water. Um, so there's more natural type of things that kids can do even for putting liquids into their body. My two, my two favorites are obviously uh, water and coconut water. Those are the two best sources of liquid that a kid and especially an athlete can be putting in right now. One thing we look for is the sugar content in these drinks, right? Absolutely. And yes, soda is something we got to get our kids away from. A lot of these sugary drinks, but also parents need to be aware that they think they're making a healthy choice by giving their kids juice boxes and drinking a lot of juice. Unfortunately, there is huge amounts of sugar in juice as well, because when you, even if it's all natural orange juice, let's say, if you're juicing that and you're taking all that fiber away, your body absorbs a ton of sugar in that from the fructose in that drink as well. So even though you're thinking you're making a healthier choice by giving your kids juice every day, you're actually loading them up with sugar as well. If you want more information, we actually have a friends and family week coming up, which is going to be August 21st through the 25th in our office. Just like Dr. Jared was talking about, every single day of that week, we're going to be focusing on healthier options for our kids going back to school. Uh, We'll talk about different snacks. We'll talk about posture with backpacks. We'll talk about a lot of safety when it comes back to uh, 
uh, sports injuries and different things like that. Every single day will be dedicated to something fun and something interesting, and you'll learn all kinds of things in our office. So make sure you give our office a call, 320-762-2055, and get scheduled for that week because we will be doing free exams and x-rays for new patients in our office, but also we'll be giving lots of information on how to help our kids live healthy and uh, feel great and stay healthy as they get back to school this year. Yeah, I think we have a lot of things happening that week, not only the handouts and things that we're doing for the kids, but adults as well. Um, I think we scheduled a balloon twister. I think she's coming in that week sometime. So again, pay attention to our Facebook page, Instagram, on when she's going to be in the office. Uh, That's a great day to get the kids in. The kids love that day. Face painting, all those fun things as well. So it's a a great time. Um, It's a fun time in the summer. I know everybody's thinking back to school and summer's over, but it's, it's also... It's a huge, amazing, exciting time that we can make sure that we're being healthy going into this fall. Set your kid out in the right track. It's one of those things where you look at, if you, I love how you said that too, is like, it's you're setting your kid up um, for success. And again, it comes down to their nutrition. It'll come down to their screen time, who they're around, their kids, that positive mental attitude. You're setting things up on the inside. You're decreasing inflammation. You're literally setting your kid up for success as they go back to school. Excellent information, guys. We appreciate it again. Until the uh, next podcast, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris.